today's podcast episode is going to be related to fat loss and your fitness journey. I'm going to be talking about two main things. The first one is the sense of urgency in your fat loss journey. If it's helpful and kind of what to do when you feel that pressure to look a certain way for an event or something or you have those feelings of being uncomfortable with your body and you suddenly feel this urgent pressure to make a change because you're unhappy. The second thing that I'm going to be talking about is how to deal with feeling hopeless on your journey when you quote unquote mess up and how to deal with that, how to keep going, how to create hope and belief that you can get to where you want to be in your fitness journey. So I'm going to start with the urgency topic. The other day on my Instagram story, I had asked if people wanted to, uh, I I said I was going on a cruise and I asked if people wanted me to document my journey of kind of getting a bit more fit and lean before the cruise. And for me, I'm in a place where I have a good relationship with food, I'm very knowledgeable regarding fitness and regarding fixing your relationship with food and binge eating and emotional eating. And so I no longer, I don't, I don't fear, you know, the things that come with trying to lose fat because sometimes when you struggle with food, when you struggle with your relationship with food, when you've dieted for a long time, you can have those fears when you want to try again of how is it going to be different this time? What if I mess up? What if I do exactly what I did before? What if I binge? And those, I felt that way a lot when I struggled with binging. I wanted to fix my binging, but I still wanted to get to certain fitness and health goals. But I was scared that if I tried again, that I would binge again, because so far, that is what my evidence had shown me at that time. So obviously with time, it was a long journey and I learned a lot of things, but I no longer had that fear because I trusted myself. I trusted my ability to deal with discomfort, with emotions, you know, bad days. But also I trusted that even if I did mess up, I would keep going. You don't necessarily have to trust that you're going to be perfect at your journey. You just need to trust that you're going to continue and you're going to learn from it. And sometimes, when, especially when you're first starting, when you have no evidence that you can learn from your mistakes, it is hard to believe that you'll change. It is hard to believe that you can, you know, become a different version of yourself. And it's hard to believe that you can create that evidence of change. But you need to keep going. It is so crucial in those moments when you're struggling, when you don't know if you're going to succeed in that behavior change. In those unknowns, in those unhopeful moments, those are exactly when you need to keep going and you need to hold on to the smallest pieces of evidence. I kind of went on a tangent there, but I'm going to start with the urgency aspect. So when I was posting that on my story about how I was going to document the 46 days to my cruise, I wasn't stressed or anything about leaning out and things like that because I knew that I had good habits and all I had to do was be a bit more on point with my habits, increase my protein, eat out less at restaurants, have less chocolate almonds because I like to eat chocolate almonds sometimes and really just push my workouts more. So I wasn't afraid 
because I knew my baseline habits. But I do remember in the past, feel like, oh, I got to get ready for summer. I got to get ready for this event. Or I'm going to have to be in a bathing suit for this. Or I want to go to this social and look good. And it would stress me out because instantly I thought I better hurry. And when I thought that I had to hurry, that kept me in that mindset of like, I have to eat less food and when you don't have a relationship a good relationship with food and you tell yourself that you have to eat less food and that you know you can't eat certain things for some people that can lead to that restricted mindset that you actually want to rebel against because as soon as you tell yourself that you're not allowed to eat certain things it's actually easy to have that response of okay i'm not allowed to eat these things i'm going to avoid these things and you're focusing so much on what you can't have that you end up thinking about those things more. You end up having more cravings because this thing in your mind is forbidden or you feel like you really need to hurry to get to this goal. So you need to cut these things out. And so that's how I used to feel. And don't get me wrong, a sense of urgency in life, sometimes it's good for certain goals. Deadlines for goals, that can be super helpful to get you to your goal. But I just found for me, when I was working on my relationship with food and trying to get to certain goals, when I had that urgency in a time where my relationship with food wasn't good, when my stress response, like ability to regulate my emotions wasn't good, then it would be easy for me to just have that binge response, have that response of, okay, I'm not allowed to eat this food, so now I'm going to crave it and I'm going to go eat it, not even in moderation. So what helped me was... Let's take the example of, I, I, there was a social that I was going to go to and I wanted to look good. And so I felt uh, I have to lose weight. And this was like years ago when I did weigh more. I had that sense of urgency for that social. And I hated that feeling because I knew that rushing my fitness journey never worked. Suddenly cutting out a lot of food didn't work. Cutting my calories too low didn't work. I would end up binging or overeating so I remember accepting the fact that actually even if I this event happens and I still look the same I can still enjoy myself I can still find something that fits or buy something that fits and have a good time even if I go to this thing and I have this amount of body fat and I'm not trying to by the way, like shame bodies or anything like that. I just, I felt uncomfortable in my body and I did not feel like myself. But the thing about reducing that fear of having to hurry to lose fat and cut out certain foods, what helped me reduce that fear was accepting that even if I didn't get to my goal by a certain date, even if I didn't get to my goal by, you know, that event, I can still go to that event, enjoy myself, find something that looks nice on me, and keep going. It's not going to be the end of the world if I don't look exactly how I want to look. And sometimes, and by the way, that wasn't my initial way of thinking, because as human beings, we want to have a sense of belonging. We don't want to be rejected by too many people, because we do have that innate need to belong to something or a tribe, you know, a group of people, a family. We have that innate desire 
to belong. And the reason that we have that, or at least the reason that I read (laughs) that we have that is because back in the day when we were hunter gatherers, if you were alone, then you were more at risk of death. And so you needed to have a tribe to survive. And I think that is a mentality that maybe life is different and you could survive alone. But at the end of the day, we still have that innate need for belonging and connection. Um, Regardless of survival, I think connection is one of the most important things in life. So sometimes when we're trying to look a certain way for an event or a thing, it could be because we want acceptance. We don't want to be rejected. We want to look good, you know, so other people think we look good and things like that. And yeah, sometimes it is for yourself as well. But I do think that if it was just for yourself, then there would be less fear associated with it, associated with having to hurry up and get fit for a certain event, wedding, whatever. So if you struggle with that, if you struggle with, oh my God, I need to get fit for summer or get fit for this event really quickly, I have to hurry up. And then you start to think, I can't have these foods. I have to hurry And then you have that pattern of you ending up, you end up eating the food, you end up binging something that can actually really relax you and not get into that fearful mindset is to realize that if that event comes around, if that summer comes, I can still enjoy myself with a bit more body fat. I can still find something that looks good on me. Maybe I'll have bad body image days. Maybe I won't feel comfortable all the time but I'll be okay you know I won't die like I'll be okay and and this is not to say that don't have certain goals I personally do have physique goals I do enjoy looking a certain way you know my fitness goals are beyond appearance but I do have some related to appearance and so it's totally fine to have goals related to appearance but if you have that scarcity mindset whenever it comes to having to hurry and get fit for a certain event, one thing to practice is to really just remember that it's okay if you don't look a certain way by that date because that helps you relax, get out of that fearful mindset, helps you accept where you are, accept that even if you don't reach the goal by that date, you're not going to die. You know, it's going to be okay. And when you get out, out of that fearful state, you don't start to think of all the quick fixes you need to do. You don't start to think of all the food that you need to eliminate or how many calories you need to cut. You can then focus on doing things in a sustainable way. Of course, yeah, there are better choices for foods that you'll need to make and you know you can track calories and be in a calorie deficit and things like that. But when you can come back to approaching your goals in a way where you're calm and you're not doing it in a place of fear, you're doing it in a place of being knowledgeable about how you're going to get there and of not being scared that, oh, you better get to this goal or else, you're going to have much more success because at the end of the day, When it comes to fitness goals, I don't, I personally think it's ideal to add it into your lifestyle and not like wait for summer or an event or a wedding or whatever. But if that does happen to you where you're like, I want to get fit for this thing, the best way to go about it 
is to do in a way that's going to be sustainable. Um, for obviously many reasons, you don't want a bad relationship with food and fitness, and you don't want to, you know, lose the weight and then regain it all back after the event. So that was just one thing that I wanted to mention because I remember I used to have those fears and having to feel that urgency, having to have that urgency to get to the goal by a certain date. For me, it made me cut corners and just go in circles, have that yo-yo dieting, have that bad relationship with food, and then take actually longer to get to the goal because I'm trying to cut corners. So next time you feel that way, you need to learn to relax yourself and know that the fear that you have, the what if of what if I don't look a certain way or what if I don't lose this weight is actually not as scary as your mind is making it seem. And approach your goals from a calm, accepting, and empowering place, and you're going to have much more success. And so the second thing that I'm going to be talking about is when you lose hope on your fitness journey, when you're feeling hopeless. There are times in my fitness journey where I felt, you know, really good. But then there are moments, of course, where I was less on point. My habits started to slip, or I'd have... I'd overeat or eat emotionally, whatever it was. And when that would happen, it would feel very discouraging because when that happens, sometimes it does slow down your goals and it feels discouraging and can affect you mentally. But the thing about when it affects you mentally, it's not that we should be blaming the well, I mean, depending on what your approach is, maybe the approach is unsustainable, but you don't want to blame the goal. You don't want to beat yourself up either. You really want to look at what happened. You want to deal with the facts. You, you do want to deal with your feelings too, but look at what happened. Okay, so I overate. Why did that happen? You want to look at the factors that have caused that to happen and when you fear that it'll happen again, you have to look at what were you, what was your response last time it happened? Did you keep going, like keep overeating? Did you give up for a few days? Did you skip your workout the next morning? What was it that you did last time that you're afraid that you're going to do again because you have evidence that that's what you did last time? And the way to create that belief and to see that, no, I can change my ways is by changing your ways in, in the smallest way though so if you overate you know and you're don't want to go to the gym because you're unmotivated the next day because of how you feel well that means you either go to the gym or you go for a walk you do something that's going to help create the smallest amount of evidence that you have a different response whatever it is it could be the smallest thing even for me when i struggled with binging some of my changes that I made was I was able to actually binge a bit less food. Like it was the smallest change and, you know, or stop during a binge. Um, it's not going to be, oh, suddenly one day I just stopped all my bad habits and I was perfect. It's going to be that you change in small ways and 
doing that is important because the evidence does matter because the evidence in your life is how you create belief for the future. What you're experiencing in in your life and how you're coping with it is giving you the belief, can I get, I can get through this or I can't get through this. When you give up, you give yourself the evidence that you give up or you keep going. What you do matters for your future self, not only because habits accumulate, but for your mind, because your mind bases your, you know, happiness, how you feel about yourself based on what you're doing, what you've done in the past, what you did yesterday, what you've did the last few weeks, the last year. And don't get me wrong, sometimes the evidence is not good, but then we change it. Like everybody has mistakes and a past. But when you can change the evidence, when you can make your life better by your actions, when you can change in the smallest ways, you start to create that belief that you can change, that the future looks better, that even if sometimes it's hard, sometimes it feels hopeless, you know that in the past you've made small changes and you can do it again. And when you repeat that over and over again, eventually the times in your fitness journey where you slip up or you feel stagnant, they don't feel as difficult because you know that you have that mental toughness to keep going. You know you have the ability to get through hard things. It's not just about getting back on track. It's about the evidence that you're creating when you do make the small changes and how that's going to accumulate in your life, positively or negatively, depending on the evidence that you're giving yourself. So... Yeah, the hard moments aren't to be skipped. If we could skip them, it would be great, but we would never create evidence of our ability to get through hard things. So that's everything for this podcast episode. Feel free to rate it, to follow me, to leave a comment. And also I do coaching for fitness, fat loss, relationship with food, And that is in the um, information section of the podcast. Yeah. All right. Have a great day.